welcome to Podcast First Player, episode 147. I'm one of your host, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man whose pet mouse Elvis just died. He was caught in a trap. <laughs> it's only bloody Dan. <laughs> Fucking hell, that one really got me. Good lord. I, I made myself laugh with that one. Caught in a trap. Good god. That's so simple. That's a proper joke, that. It's simple, That's a real it's, dad joke. it's pithy, it's great. That's a Christmas cracker joke if I ever heard one. But a good one. That's like your <laughs> M&S Christmas crackers. I'm also going to make a t-shirt of that as Dan's new saying. It's pithy and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How you doing? You alright? I'm alright, are you? Yeah! Ooh, that's a lot of excitement, Dan. So much. I've already, that's it, I've blown my quota for excitement for the rest of the it's podcast, gone. I'm afraid, though. Yeah, that's it, I'm done. Well, speaking of quotas, this week's bucket. Fucking hell. Blueberry. Whoa, you're on fire. Wow. What a segue. Blueberry is a premier podcast hosting service. And with Podcast First Play, you can get <laughs> one month absolutely free. Got Just go to blueberry.com. Again, work out. Promo code PVP. Fucking hell. Oh, that's a great joke. Good God. I, I'm really glad we used that Man one. Man alive. <laughs> like, we tested the water with a few dodgy ones, but I'm glad we settled on that. Fuck me. That was my plan all along. <laughs> of course it was, yeah. <laughs> Catch you unaware. <laughs> Alright, go on. See, my... my I've got some news. Yeah, <laughs> I'm go on. a bit tongue-tied. <laughs> um, I'm just going to come out with it. Robert Pattinson could be Batman. Uh, yeah. Now, I know that we had a big to-do... When um, Ben Affleck was named as Batman, um, when was that? Like six years ago, maybe five, six years ago. Yeah, I'd say around about that time. Yeah, because it was just you know it's Ben Affleck, and I I know, you know we're, we'll discount Daredevil for the time being. I knew Ben Affleck mainly from like Chasing Amy and uh, Dogma, like you know the sort of the Kevin Smith comedy hmm. films like him and Matt Damon or whatever. Um, that's who Ben Affleck was to me, and I just thought that him in a cowl, it didn't, you know, I couldn't see it, and I was very much on the Boo Ben Affleck bandwagon um, until I saw the first shots of him in the suit and how fucking hench he'd gotten, and I was just like, good god, maybe this is, maybe this could actually work. Um, now, obviously. See, I was because I was talking to my housemate about this the other day, right? So he hasn't seen Batman vs Superman. He hasn't seen Justice League, uh, mainly for the fact that he just people have told him that they weren't very good, so he just never bothered. Um, I that warehouse scene. I did. That's exactly what I did. I got my phone out <laughs> and I showed him the warehouse scene um, on uh, on YouTube, and he was just like, "That was really good." I was just like, "Yeah, but now there's nothing. There's nothing else to see in it. Like that's <laughs> that film is for that scene alone." Um, so, like the the way I was thinking of it is that DC, they they nail their casting choices, but the writing for the characters or the writing of the story, it never really sort of pans out. It's sort of, I don't know. It, it's sort of like, you know, in Ace Ventura when he gets like that. No, not Ace Ventura. It's like a deleted scene on like Liar Liar, where he sort of gets he has a bit of a fuck up and then he gets like a piece of paper and then just goes. And just makes it into a swan, and a or he goes, "Oh, a goose!" <laughs> That's what they do with their films. They just sort of get. See, it looks kind of like a thing. That's what they do. I agree, right? but I think they have started. I mean, like Wonder Woman. 
Wonder Woman was great. Was that was the sign great. of things. That was just like, oh my god, maybe they Aquaman. They're on a turning point. Shazam, I haven't seen. I, I, Aquaman, I thought Shazam's was very good. A bit light-hearted, you know. He's again steps in the right direction. I was more interested in Black Manta than I was anything to do with Aquaman, to be honest. Which doesn't really bode well, but um, I'm still not. I'm just not happy with him being like Aqua Bro. It, that still, it still kind of bugs me a bit, you know. Like they can make if they can make Thor cool, they could have done the same for Aquaman without just going like the complete opposite. In all, in all fairness. They made him cool. <laughs> but they, they just did. a different kind of cool. Yeah, but it just seemed, it was just like, it was just the lowest common denominator of cool. My man. <laughs> yeah, oh, I could dig it. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but, like, Black Manta was just, like, his costume was cool. Like, you know, he had a, a decent enough reason for being there. But, like... I'll tell you something. I don't think Marvel could have pulled Black Manta off. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's a weird costume they did a design. Fucking good job. But they, yeah, that I think he looked great in that. Um, and actually, I think Amber Heard was great, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, casting. It is, but that's the thing. They nail the casting. It's just everything around it just doesn't seem to fit quite right. I mean, they're still enjoyable. Like even Batman vs Superman, even Justice League. I can sit down and watch them all like four or five times. You know, with the exception of Suicide Squad, that's not enjoyable. No. Um. But I'm hopeful that the next one, they'll take a lot of heavy lessons from what happened the first time around, and that should be better. Um, Plus James Gunn. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's a you know he's a talented director, and I've got no doubt that he can pull something Guardians esque out of the bag for it. You know, and I think that that kind of fits that um, motif quite that's well. What this should have been. But that's what they were trying to do. They tried to copy Guardians because everyone was like, oh my god, the music in Guardians is amazing. The way it looks, it's all bright and colourful and it's just so cool and everyone just clicks together and they're all kind of bad guys, but they're not really. And they just went, well, we can do that. And then they fucked it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that with Gun Behind the, the Wheel, it should actually be much, much better. Um, but I always think that the, the people that they've got, you know, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot... Um, even Jason Momoa, you know, for the for the for the type of Aquaman they're trying to write, he he fits perfectly for it, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, Zachary Levi, Ezra Miller, um, it, possibly Cyborg again, but I don't think that's the actor's fault. I think that's again what they've done with the character, which is just not interesting. They made him a bit too boring. He is a bit boring. He's not. He's not fun. He's like the Cyborg in Doom Patrol is way better than Cyborg in the in the films, and that's yeah. even with. A costume that looks like it is just something that's just smushed onto the side he's of his pi- face. He's, he's picked it up in like a play and pie. Can't he? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it looks like a cosplay sort of thing. But that's that's not to you know. It, it just means that they they're writing better for him as budget. a as a character. Obviously, budget. Yeah, but it, it means that you can suspend that disbelief straight away. You get well. I can see that it's yeah. plastic, but I don't really care because he's you know the way he is and stuff, and I, I kind of get it, and it's fine. Um, he's got a good medium of he's trying to be a super serious superhero mm. but he's still got that playful nature totally parts. totally yeah and but the it, it was really weird in Justice League like for all things considering I think he looked fine and he fit that world I no I'm it still wasn't, not wasn't the cyborg that I wanted no I'm still not sold on him I think 
At the end, when he was still starting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the suit upgraded and it was a bit more solid and it wasn't like a stealth bomber or whatever he was wearing or a transformer, um, I think he looked fine. But I wish he looked like that through the whole thing. But the fact he had barely anything to do anyway, so it was just all like, what's the point? Um, Bit of a throwaway. Yeah, but that—that's why I'm immediately. I'm not thinking Robert Patterson. Boo, boo, Twilight, boo, because that's oh. what people are doing, and that's the knee-jerk reaction that everyone has. You know, I've seen petitions online with saying get rid of him, and it's just like you all had the exact same opinion. I and I know I did of Ben Affleck, and I was very happily proven wrong. Um, Michael Keaton. Yep, Heath Ledger. You know, all all these people yes. that were just sort of universally booed, and then they came out and they were just like, holy shit. It's because it's just... Although, uh, Go on. Go on, sorry. No, I was going to say, I, I saw a thing on Reddit, and it said, um, how's, how's Batman going to fight crime in the dark now he sparkles? <laughs> exactly, and that's the thing. It's it's a dangerous <laughs> precedent when you get someone who's quite tight-cast to a role. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's, he's done, he's other done stuff. a lot of low-budget stuff, though. Yeah, exactly, and it's not to say that he's a bad actor by any means. It's no, just that it's... It would have been, he wouldn't have been my first choice. But I also think that if you said, uh, you know, all actors relatively popular at the moment, you know, between A and C list, who do you think would be most likely to be Batman? I don't think he would have been on it. But big, I'm glad it's not Army Hammer. Yeah, he seems a bit too, like, oh, fucking can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate the prick. <laughs> I think I'll tell you who would have been my, maybe not number one, but certainly number two. Um, Gilbert Godfrey. I think. <laughs> I think he would have been amazing. Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Hiya, penguin. <laughs> it'd been great. Great. Christopher Walken. That's who should be number one. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Why is Bruce Wayne? That's his Batman. He is Batman. <laughs> bang bang! <laughs> Fucking there <hell>. you go. <laughs> but I, I, I don't, I don't want to cast any judgment at this point because I've been proven wrong before. He's got, so a, good, he's got a good chin. He's got a good what? Chin. Oh, I thought you said thin. He's, he's got a good thin. thin. <laughs> he definitely needs to bulk up a bit a little bit. Uh, yeah, I but mean, he, he's got a good chin. He, he could be Christian Bale, sort of like lean, skinny, ripped. You know, he's very fast, very agile. Hmm. Whereas, this is the thing, because, again, I was talking my housemate through it and just saying, you know, because he, I, I was just like, as far as I'm concerned, Ben Affleck, that portrayal of that character is the best live-action version closest to comic accurate in the sense of the way that he fights, in the way that he looks. I, th- I, th- I love Ben Affleck. Um, not necessarily in the way that he's Batman because he doesn't he doesn't do anything He's in terms of yeah. <laughs> he doesn't solve a case he just beats people up very efficiently but that that's what oh, I'm saying that. you know he, he can he can go into a room with 20 dudes and he can hit them hard enough to knock them the fuck out in one hit whereas yeah. Christian Bale was just sort of like this kind of like touch fighting you know you'd, have, you, yeah. you'd land like seven or eight punches on him before you obviously got more sort of powerful as you know the films kind of went on a bit um, but the Ben Affleck Batman was how I see Batman. That you, you know, I, and I don't get me wrong. I love the, the sort of like the stealthiness, like the you know, it just it doesn't matter how big he is because he's that sort of ninja esque. 
that you can just drop yeah. he, he can drop in a room and he can pull people out of the shadows and they have no idea he's there and he knocks them out before you know he could have gas or whatever but this Ben Affleck one where he could just drop in the middle of a room and he can just hit you so hard your head goes through the floor like that's demoralising for a start if, if me and you <laughs> are out in town and someone punches you so hard that your head goes through a bench I'm like I'm out what the fuck <laughs> There's no way I'm getting involved with you. Plus that they all know he's Batman as well. So they all try it on and they none of them get anywhere. Like that that to me, that was the sort of that's what I want Batman to be. I want him to be so smart that he doesn't need to get into that situation. But if he does, yeah. he can just level a room with little to no effort. You know, he can outthink well, everyone. I'm it's it's no secret. That I think the Nolan films are not not overrated because I do like them, but like Christian Bale's not the best Batman, and Rises is by far the worst of that trilogy. Yeah, The Dark Knight but, is pro- is possibly one of the. It's like it's it's kind of up there with sort of like Logan and and Deadpool, you know, and being sort of like it's not connected to a specific bigger universe, but as a standalone film, if that was just it as it was. It is one of the, it works on its own. It's one of the best films, superhero films that's been made. But rises, if if it was Ben Affleck Batman up against Bane, and then he goes back broken, I think that would have a lot more, like, not emotional, but it'd have a lot more weight to it. <clears throat> Excuse me, because you're like, holy fuck, this guy, this guy's a beast. He's just took down Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah. Whereas, in what we actually got was, oh. Come on! <laughs> like, I just think this is gonna go. <laughs> Look at the fucking size of him. Yeah, yeah. He's nothing. But I digress. I think Robert Pattinson, uh, especially as um, oh, who's the uh, who's the director of what? Reeves, the new one. Somebody Reeves. Uh, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. Um, Apparently, this is going to be a lot more of a like a detective, like noir, Thank style film. Fucking Wrong. god, I will not believe it until I see it because they have to fill the punching people in the face quota. But hmm. when was the last time that you saw an actually like really kind of like poignant, good detective film? Like TV shows, there's tons of it because you can pad it out. But a detective Sin film. City. Um, Sin City? Does that count? No. There was no detectiveness going on in there, and about 47 people got shot through the face. <laughs> Roger Rabbit? Possibly Roger Rabbit. Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the last good detective film that was ever <laughs> that's made. Prob- that's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Callum Povey, 2019, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I mean, I stand by it. I fucking love that film. It's a great film, yeah. It's still the... Like the strongest selling thing we've got in our store as well. <laughs> yeah, but like see, again, this is something I was talking about yesterday, and I think that f- for me, and I mean I'm being quite selfish here, but for me, in order for this film to work, and it doesn't really matter too much as to who's Batman. Um, obviously, it's a big thing, and you know I'm, I'm sure he knows what he's getting himself into with the, the backlash that Ben Affleck would have faced. You know, um, this is something that you commit to pretty much. 100% like you can't sort of just be kind oh, yeah. of Batman and not really like people will talk to you about nothing else they will obsess about it they will hate you for it they will adore you for it 
Um, you know, so if that's you, you're kind of agreeing to take on all that shit as well, then so be it. But I see it as just you know, almost like a fucking mission in the Arkham games. You know, Scarecrow or bloody Penguin or Mister Freeze or whoever has done a thing. You know, they've set a bomb, they've taken some hostages. Um, you know, they're planning a big heist or whatever, and it's it's Batman. Just you know, in, on the course of a single day or well, a single night, I guess, hmm. him just figuring out what they're doing, interrogating people, you know, and maybe, maybe only just sort of two or three fights, but they would be like, you know, so the first one would be sort of like the stealth fight. So it's people shitting yeah. their pants, terrified of Batman, like you know, firing into the air, firing at things that aren't there. Um, you know, it's him sort of like setting off little distractions and things and they don't know what's yeah. going on so he can disorientate them and wipe them out um, then to um, you know more of a sort of like maybe he gets jumped or something happens that he wasn't expecting and he's got to kind of fight himself off but he's a bit sort of bloody hell what happened then sort of you know taken about a bit winded <laughs> then he's got to rethink his strategy and then the final bit would be the last fight and that would be like again, Scarecrow would be great because it would just be a completely. It would just go from like a detective film to like a psychological detective film, kind of like Seven. Like that. Actually, that's probably the best detective film I've seen in a long time. That is an amazing film. Um, Better than Roger Rabbit. Yeah, for sure. There's a head in the box. Come oh, on. Oh no. <laughs> um, and it's just you know. It, it, then it turns into you know what's real, what's not, and him just sort of fighting like a giant scarecrow or something. Um, you know, would they, would they do Scarecrow again, though? I think so, um, because I think that although Batman's got a very um, interesting rogues gallery, um, I don't think that they can go too far off the beaten path, because I don't think that they've got enough history or faith. Uh, Riddler. Riddler, I think, would be fine, but it depends on, again, how they kind of write for it. Is he a, a sort of a terrifying genius force, or is he an idiot who just keeps coming up with stupid plans that Batman foils almost immediately? Gotham Riddler. Gotham Riddler would be fine. Although, again, he's... Like, one of the things... I'll tell you what, this really bugged me, actually. I don't think I mentioned this to you, but one of the things that really bugged me about Gotham is that Penguin, Riddler, Barbara... Almost every episode, and Lee again to a degree, I suppose. Almost every episode had a gun in each other's face, and they were like, "Right, that's it. I'm going to yeah. kill you now." And they go, "Whoa, wait, wait, what about the blah blah blah?" And they go, "All right, well, I won't kill you now." And it's just like, "Oh my god! If they, if you hate them that much, just shoot them in the face for fuck's sake. Don't pull a gun on I, someone if you're not going to bloody shoot them, right? Wind me up there. I agree completely, but I fucking love the Riddler in Gotham. He's great. He's got a great progression, though. That's what I like. Mm. He was just sort of a bit, sort of like nervous and a bit awkward, and then, you know, he's fighting with his own psychology, and then he became this what I imagine the Riddler to be. You know, kind of like super confident mm. and cocky. Even though he can't batter a bunch of people, he would be more than happy to walk in that room with a machine gun and shoot everyone. Yeah. Or some elaborate well, trap well, or whatever. Mm. You know. So that it's. I, I I could see a Riddler being fine as sort of like a, a sort of low level villain because you Black know mask. yeah exactly someone just sort of street level no one that's just you know Doomsday or Lex Luthor in power armor or no. Zod 
you know, so Superman goes and it's like, oh my god, it's the biggest, baddest, whatever. Um, and that's kind of the, the hard part of writing for Superman because who's a challenge? Um, man bat. <laughs> but, you know, man bat, you know, what if Kirk Langstrom was just in the Batman as a scientist, you know, or, you know, mm-hmm. he's just in there and then you go, oh, well, that's, he, you know, he's man bat. And, you know, what if he becomes man bat halfway through? Um, you know, or the Mad Hatter, just some, I think that the sort of like the psychological twist is better. Because yeah, I think it's easier. You, you know, I think it's easier to write it so it's just sort of like freaky and a bit like aliens. It's a bit sort of claustrophobic and scary. Mm. It doesn't all have to just be a, a forty-five minute big fisticuffs punch off. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that you need the fighting, but it needs to be like, um, I don't know. I kind of like the 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 really sort of like fluid, like kind of like almost like Daredevil kind of John Wick. But without the guns. I don't know, he doesn't do a huge amount of No 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 not the not the fighting. Oh we like see, the... yeah, in that start so like every cinematography. Every, every punch is a headshot kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So either it's like super technical or it's um it is just sort of like if he's a bit younger maybe then it is he, he you know, he can still take a bit of a pounding off just general minions. Mm. Not that yeah. he's completely untouchable. Um so yeah, I, I just want to see him just, just more realised and more thought through than just he's a guy, he's in a costume and he just beats people up, because there's you know, so much more to him than that. He, he, that's it, it, all the films just seem to touch on the same thing, and it's either an origin story or he's already established and he's like a fucking juggernaut. But I'd like them to take a leaf out of uh, Titans and model him closer to Dick Grayson. Yeah, so, so he's, he's actually still perfectly fucking capable. Yeah, but he's he's not like you say he's not untouchable. Yeah, he can still take a, a beating if if he's overwhelmed yeah. or you know. But it, it, again, it depends on how they're doing it. Like if he's a, if he's been Batman for ten years, then he should know better. But if he's only been doing it yeah. for three or four. Then you know, but again, then they they've got to work in that origin as well. This is like you know, how long is he training with the League of Shadows? Did he train with the League of Shadows? You know, has he done something else? How's that going to work? Is the postman for a bit? Yeah. So that means that not only is it a new Batman that needs to be cast, there needs to be a new Alfred that's cast. If they yeah. want to have the the Q character, then you need a new Lucius Fox guy. You need a new Batmobile. You need a new costume. You need a new Batwing. And if this is no relation to Batman versus Superman and Justice League Batman, the Ben Affleck Batman, I mean, if it is fine because you just get Jeremy Irons and just de-age him a bit, fine. And then you've got a similar kind of Batmobile. Well, easy. I'm of the impression this is the same as the Joker film. They I, literally stand. I agree, films. and that's that's what I'm hoping for because then it means I'm that they sure can just the go. Case. We can do whatever we want because if we make a Batman film that's better than Batman vs Superman and Justice League, then we're heralded as being, oh my god, finally a decent Batman film. Because obviously the Nolan trilogy, no one can really touch that in terms of its own sort of self-contained greatness because they are. Yeah. It is a great series of films, um, but they're then films. they're not accurate in terms of the source material, and that's where if you really want to nail it, that's what you need to do. Yeah. You need to get the source material down. Because that's this how is why they should have done a Ben Affleck solo film for sure. Before, but because I think that would have got that 
that would have got that medal. It does, but it's it's difficult though because you, you're just making another Batman film. You know, there's already been yeah. nine Batman films. Do we need another Batman film? I think going down the detective route's very, very smart choice. Um, and I think if the, the only thing I've got is if it, this does do, say this is a phenomenal film, it's the best Batman film, it's the best comic book film. It's the best detective film since Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Where do they go from there? What do Jason Momoa and them just get pushed off to the side and they start this new universe? I'd say Robert so, Pattinson? yeah. I, I think that would be, if they got any sense, because Justice League, again, it made tons of money, but just making money is not a sign that you've done a good job, necessarily. It's just because this is the first time we've seen the Justice League live-action in the cinema mm. and it's just like wow that in itself is worth going to see just to see Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman and you know all this sort of stuff all together but that spectacle very quickly wears off when there's no context to it or so when there's mm. no substance to it which is where the MCU has kind of done quite well because they've been building that substance for years and years um, and they've got a very good formula for making yeah exactly for making um, a, a good Film and you know that they can just they've na- they've nailed it now and they can just go as long as we just make films like this forever people will watch them forever and they'll enjoy them forever because they are enjoyable. Yeah. Um. So if I reckon if this is really good, so it makes a ton of money because it's Batman, of course it will. Um. But people go that why have you not why did you not do that before Batman versus Superman? Why don't you do Man of Steel and then this and then that? That would have made my more sense. Yeah. I think that they just go fuck everything else off retcon it, it starts from here different Superman, different Wonder Woman, we know people like Wonder Woman depending on how that 84 film was received, maybe they could do um, you know, some more of that or keep Gal Gadot because she doesn't age apparently so she could still be in it but you know, as a different Wonder Woman even though it's the same Wonder Woman if that makes sense Yeah. Um, or they could have the Joker, they could have the Batman and then they could have well those these births were well received because I think because if they're going it's not related to any big sort of project they can take more of a risk and write really well because they won't yeah. have a huge amount of budget to play with but if people go oh my god this is the best Joker that we've seen and then they go that Batman was amazing because it's not it hasn't got 15 other things built on top of it and people know how to write for yeah. superheroes now so if then they said how about if we just put that Batman and that Joker together and they had that face off and then you could have a Bat Family trilogy of films, you know. So have a Robin one and a Nightwing one and a Batgirl one or a Batwoman one, should I say, sorry. And then, you know, kind of expand it out that way. Just have it as like a natural launching point. But if that Batman film fails, they'll just carry on with Justice League. That yeah. Whatever that universe is, they'll just go, fuck it, just carry on. Because we can't reboot it if they've not got a solid base to fall back to. Yeah, that makes sense. But they're not going to do that. They're just going to make the normal Justice League like continuity. That is just going to carry on until eventually no one goes to see him anymore. And then these side films are going to pop along and confuse everyone. Because they, they'll they probably do a Wonder Woman one that's not Gal Gadot, but that's not related. And they'll go, what, that, what, why Wonder Woman? What? Why is this not Ben Affleck now? What the fuck? What? <laughs> that's Warner Bros. <laughs> yeah. They, they just need speaking of they need to get someone steering the helm properly that's what they need they, they need a Kevin Feige 
They do. They should probably I'm, buy him. They don't. They just say, look, you've 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 finished off your end game run. You've done the one, two, three, four. You've done them all. Can we have you for a bit? We need the help, mate. Come on. <laughs> or Disney should just buy Warner Brothers and. No, no, that's that's <laughs> too much power. Far too much power. Speaking of power, though, Dan, everybody's favourite streaming service, Netflix. Um, appears to have some game announcement for E3. In what sense? In the sense that the studio will have a panel at the E3 Coliseum and has dropped some intriguing hints about what it has up its sleeve. A tweet announcing the Coliseum panel says, "quote It will cover news about its plans to, uh, sorry, news about its plans in the gaming space and attach image names the panel, bringing your favourite shows to life, developing Netflix originals into video games." I thought they were doing it the other way around. Well, um, I, they worked with the, uh, the the Stranger Things game, and then I'm just going to reel off a couple of things for you, Dan. Okay, well that was a, that was a mobile phone game. Um, it was pretty good, but it was nothing spectacular. No, it was it was fine. Mm. It, it could have been anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still would have played it. it um. You've got your actually Minecraft story mode. Yep. And the Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Yep. So these are the rumored series that they're going to be basing the games on. Okay. Uh, Shira and the Princess of Power. Okay. Voltron Legendary Defender. Makes sense. Dragon Prince, which I've not seen. I don't know what that is, but okay. Uh, and Umbrella Academy and Altered Carbon. Ooh. Oh, to both of those. Oh, yes. I saved those two for last, Dan, because they were by far the best rumors. <laughs> all, all, I love Altered Carbon. I think it's a banging mm. show. Um, but, season two's out soon as well. Yeah, with yeah, Falcon. Cannot wait for that. Um, but yeah, um, Altered Carbon and Umbrella Academy as well. Yeah, yeah I, take, I mean, I, I assume these just sort of like a point-and-click kind of thing. It's not going to be anything too drastic. Not a clue. I imagine if they're if they're going to E3 for it, it's going to be something big. I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be a mobile phone game or a point-and-click adventure game. Mm. I think I think it, they might be heading more into the actual game development. Not to say that mobile phone games aren't actual games, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. The shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd rather them still focus on the, you know, let's see how The Witcher... And the uh, uh, Halo and Cyberpunk TV show go before. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if they pull those off and they go, okay, these are amazing. Stop making video game movies. They're not going to work. They never will. Let's just do TV shows and just give them all to Netflix, and Netflix can just take the best and we'll run with them. You know, I'd rather them do that than go. Should we just make games now? Like, have we just got that much money and power and time that we can just make our own series that absolutely knock it out of the park every time and our own movies that are still considered pretty good? Um, Let's just also have a go at making some games based on these things that we've made as well. The three biggest mediums in the world, Dan. Yeah, I know. Video games, movies and TV shows. They may as well get in on all of the get their fingers in as much pies as they possibly can. Yeah, possibly. Um, I I I don't have... tried it. With um, making with, games with what? 
at the Amazon Fire console. No, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's probably still available now. Um, yeah. It wasn't game games; it was like Androidy games, but oh, they right, were games okay, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I've, I've not got high hopes for that to be honest. I, I like the idea of an altered carbon game, but I know that an altered carbon game is not going to be Mass Effect. It's not going to be cyberpunk, you know. It's not going to be because I really like the world of altered carbon and the, the sort of the universe it's based in. And I would like a developer to make a game. I don't know if I'd want Netflix to make a game, unless they're saying we're taking our properties and we're just you know we've got some third party developers and we're they're going to make it for us and you'll see it in two years or whatever. If that's yeah, the it case, could, it could be brilliant. Game. Sign me up could be a Disney situation where they go we've closed down Disney Interactive Studios, rest in peace Disney Infinity hmm. um, but we're just going to fun- we're going to chuck the money at people and they're going to make the games for us. Yeah, if, th- if that's the case, fine, that if you, you know, if they want to come on and announce what they're going to do and who's going to be making it, great I-, I genuinely look forward to that. If they're saying, no, we're going to set up our own studio, I, I don't care because it's not going to be any good. There's going to be better things coming out by more, way more experienced developers um, than just a, a, a streaming platform I mean, taking a punt on it. There is also the, the possibility that they, they are taking in development. Like, can you imagine if they if they went and the people that snapped up... Um, oh, fucking hell. Who made uh, Lionhead? Uh, like, they made Fable and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't have snatched all them up. Uh, well, I'd, I'd much rather them say, like, you know, with the the, the bullshittery from Telltale. Um, if they yeah. said, look, we think that you're, the way that you make games, we think that would translate onto a streaming service quite well. How about we take all of you on and you make Telltale-type games, the sort of, like, basic point-and-click kind of, you know, movement, but interactive, you know, yeah. that's in, in that same kind of way, for some of our Netflix originals. Yeah. That I'd be okay with because I can see people playing that in a browser. It wouldn't be too intensive, you know. You probably wouldn't be able to do it on a TV remote. Yeah, probably not a phone though. Um, but, you know, something with basic controls, fine. Yeah. Um, Minecraft story mode works okay. Yeah, it totally does. Um, so I, if it was that sort of thing, I'd be okay with it. If they said we're going to make like a Gears of War kind of game, I don't <laughs> know if I'd feel comfortable with that unless they said, and... Gearbox is going to make it for us, or you know, yeah. 2K or THQ. Not THQ. <laughs> Hopefully not THQ. They've been <laughs> debunked for quite a while. Um, fucking Mode Seven and <laughs> yeah, Team Seven Seventeen. <laughs> um, what's it called? Um, like if, if they said, you know, we've got um, a decent publisher, uh, sorry, a decent developing studio, who are going to do a an Umbrella Academy, I don't know, Marvel Ultimate Alliance kind of deal, I don't fucking know. But I'd be okay with that. Um, I'd, I'd need something to get me worked up about it, though. Like, I need them to say, look, this is all very, like, super pre-early alpha, like, possibly won't even look like this, but this is the sort of thing we're thinking of. Yeah. That, I'll, I'll cast judgment then. Up until then, I think it's a good idea if they're asking other people to do it, if they're asking to do it, them, if they're saying we're going to do it ourselves, I doubt it's going to be any good. To be honest, you know, you know, I want them to say some of the shorts from Love, Death, and Robots. Oh my god! 
So, like, you know the last one with, like, the... Uh, yeah. That. That'd be a fucking amazing game. That. Lucky 13. <laughs> um, Lucky 13 would be good. The the one with the, the farms. Ah, oh, shit, I can't remember what it's called now, but... Suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've all got mech suits on their farms. I would, like... Yeah. It'd be, like, a base-building farm agricultural game. That you'll get, you'll constantly get attacked by things, and you've got to jump in a mech, and you can upgrade your mech and stuff. That as a concept, that's brilliant. But again, yeah. give it to someone else to make. Don't make it yeah. yourselves. No. Speaking of video game movies, Dan, before we wrap things up, Detective Pikachu is doing very well. Mm-hmm. Um, some are saying I haven't seen it yet. No, neither um, But some some are saying it's the best video game movie of all time, which yeah. you know isn't. It's not a huge uh, bar to jump over. It's not, but the fact that it's doing well and it's getting very good reviews is is a positive sign. However, other news, Dan. It's already been greenlit for a sequel, which is not surprising. Do you know who's writing the sequel? It's not me. The person who wrote the Sonic movie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Just because he looks like a fucking weird lump of plastic doesn't mean that the film itself isn't going to be written well. <laughs> hey, the fact that the fact that you could even try and defend that dance <laughs> just shows how little you know. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't fill me with a huge amount of confidence. But the thing is, though, I don't know as to how much the Pokemon film has actually got to do with Pokemon, other than it has Pokemon in it. Well, Detective Pikachu is an actual game. Well, <coughs> excuse me, but. Again, how much of that is based on the game? If it's just loosely based on, then that's fine. But when, like, you know, with Tomb Raider or Assassin's Creed or you know, Mortal Kombat to an extent, you know, they've they've tried. Mortal Kombat was pretty faithful, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. They've tried to pull directly from the material, and mm. that's where they always seem to fail because they seem to still miss it by a million miles off. Although there is a new Mortal Kombat film that's being made at the moment. Um, there it is. I think Mortal Kombat is easier to adapt than. Is it though? Yeah, I mean, everyone's got a basic story. All they have to do is just fight each a other. A very basic story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's loosely, you know. Probably this... like three times. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just. If they keep... couldn't get it right. <laughs> I know, yeah, but well, no, they've only tried it twice, and both of them were like PGs. It's three films, aren't they? No, there's Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I thought there was That's another it. one. No, there's Mortal Kombat Legacy, which is a web series that was made for Machinima. That was pretty good, to be fair. It was. It really was. Jerry Ryan was in that. He was. She. Seven of Nine from Star Trek, you fucking buffer. I thought, I thought, sorry, I thought I said she. I no, you didn't, because you had no idea who I was talking about. Yeah, I do. I know like four people from Star Trek. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I know this was. And <laughs> um, Star Trek, there's a new Jean-Luc Picard show. Picard. Something we've talked about. Played by Patrick Stewart. Yeah, all right. Go. Well done. <laughs> I think we was like 127 or something like that. We did a whole. It was basically right after Patrick Stewart had said, 
yeah, we're making a new show and it's going to be Picard and what he's up to and people were just going bananas about it, as I was. Um, now, however, we've seen a, a leaked still shot of one thing from the teaser trailer that was shown to the uh, to the press, which just gives fuck all the way, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the name of it, however, is just Star Trek Picard, which is interesting for a few different reasons that I'm going to go into, whether you like it or not, to be honest. So, they've never named um, a series, a Star Trek series. Of all, uh, with the exception of Spock, a film, I guess. Um, you know, there was Star Trek uh, 3, I think it was, Search for Spock. Um, no other show or film has had a specific character mentioned, or it's been named after, um, which is difficult because then it's it's all based on him specifically. But my concern, but also the the thing I'm kind of most looking forward to is the fact that because he's like you know he's in his late seventies now, I think Patrick Stewart isn't he? Um, yeah, say close enough to it. Yeah. Um, He's obviously not going to be doing jumps around. He's not going to be shooting guns and, you know, it's not going to be a big action thing. As Discovery can be in some instances, you know, it can be very sort of action-packed. Mm. Um, it means that if Discovery's going to be a bit more jumpy and shooty and lens flary, and we've got a, a show about Section 31 that's going to be coming out as well, which again is going to be kind of like, you know, subterfuge and murder and, you know, all kinds of dodgy stuff in the grey area. This could be the show that's, it's about what, you know, made the next generation great. And it's what made Patrick Stewart's performance great was the fact that he mm. was, he was willing to sit there and talk people and just tell them to shut up. Like you could have like a meeting room and a Klingon and a Romulan who hate each other's guts and a Cardassian and he can sit down there and he can make them come to an understanding. Like he, he was just, he had such a presence to him that people just yeah. respected him for it. If we can get back to that, then discovery can have as many gunfights and as explosions as they want to, because then the, the sort of the, the nature of Star Trek that I appreciate can just be done through Star Trek Picard instead. And I, I'm yeah. so cool with that as long as you know they they're addressing two points separately. So you can have the cool spaceships and laser guns and stuff, but when people could just talk down and sort out problems without having to go to those kind of lengths, yeah, yeah, I, I'm more interested and excited for that because it's that shows good writing rather than just a good CGI special effects team, which is key. Don't get me wrong, but even it, I'm it's, interested. It shouldn't be the solid foundation of just, you know, what what kind of mad, crazy battles are we going to get into? You know, there was only a few episodes of Discovery Season 1 and 2. I, I, I've really enjoyed Discovery, but there's only a few where it's actually felt like a Star Trek show. Yeah. And others, it could just be, you know, Space Cowboys. It, it could just be whatever. <laughs> that sounds um, like a show I'd rather watch. <laughs> yeah, I know, right, yeah. Um, so... That is incredibly exciting, and apparently that is going to be out by the end of the year, yep. which is a lot quicker than I thought, but then that means again that there's not a huge amount of time that's going to be spent on mad special effects and big old space battles and stuff, because obviously he's not going to have the Enterprise, he's not going to have, he'll probably have a ship, but it'll just be like a little mini thing that just zips about whenever he needs it. It's not going to be 
the Enterprise D, where there's like two thousand people living on it and children and families. You know, he hasn't got to have a huge like, amount of responsibility. I think it'll be like a spaceship version of like a um, like a camper van. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have he's like just, a, a space RV. Yeah, he's just like driving around, exploring, taking photos. <laughs> yeah, that that would be fine because I mean they've 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 obviously written his character so it could he could do anything you know he could be an ambassador he could be an archaeologist he could be a diplomat he could just be retired and he's just that's it you know although from the 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 press leak thing that i did see um i think they're alluding to the fact that he's like a teacher so he teaches at starfleet academy now um and like in the little um thing that they showed um like the little teaser whatever um, like he went up to like a reception desk and it was just you know it was him but like in sort of like a pole at the neck and he went up to the desk and the, the guy behind the desk was like uh, name please and Patrick Stewart was like are you serious and like that that was the only thing that like was written about it so I'm, I'm really keen to see as to what this is like is he is he so famous or infamous because of his his exploits that just everyone should know who he is or is it just like he's just he's very good at his job, but outside of his ship, does anyone really know? Or outside of Starfleet, does anyone mm. know or care that kind of stuff? Um, I, I, I yeah, I mean, I was just, I was excited for Discovery when that was announced because I thought, you know, what what are they going to do with that? This I was never expecting, but I am ten times more excited for this than I was for season two of Discovery when the Enterprise showed up at the end of season one. Because yeah. I was just like, where's this going? And then Spoilers. season two was way better than season one. It's, just, it's like pictures of it everywhere. It's fine. <laughs> but season two got a bit sort of overly ugh, dramatic. Um, but there was some there was some really cool stuff in that. Um, but I, I, I genuinely think that Picard is going to be a better show overall than this. Because you can't have a bunch of, you know, 20, 30, very late 30s at the latest you know cast who can all do get them all in spacesuits and get them all doing flips and stuff whereas he's just sort of he just wants to be behind a desk or sat in a chair (laughs) just talking to a person that's what i want maybe i can't i cannot wait i'd love to see that him being like counselor troy psychiatrist yeah he just sits on ships and or he's just like a, a a captain consultant so if you're, you know, you've, you've been in command of a ship for about two months, say, you're not getting a huge amount of respect, you can just call him in and he'll just sit down and just talk you through it and just tell you how to be a good captain properly. That'd or be amazing. He's, <laughs> they've, tried to, they've been trying to get rid of him and he's just like lurking around. And he's like, don't you know who I am? They're like, <laughs> he keeps yes, me back with a big cap, pair of fake glasses and a big nose. Picard. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love That'd that. Be if a much it, better show. What if, oh my God, what if they were just sort of like, he was just like a, a sort of a crazy doddery old man and he kept like walking yeah. to Starfleet Academy and they'd go, yeah, don't you know who I am? They go, oh yes, of course, Captain. Yes, of course. Oh, come on, let me take you out to your ship. <laughs> oh, let's go. Oh, off to save the Klingons again. Oh, well done, Captain. You've saved us all. You fucking bloody guy has been mentaling around here for about 20 years of fucking ding dong. I would much drive a lot show. <laughs> I, would, I would fly to America and bang on Paramount or CBS's doors. Like, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> You'd still watch it, though. Yeah, of course I watch everyone. 
Well, on that note, I think we should wrap it up there, so shall we? Let's. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to see more or listen to more, um, you can go to the website, which is www.podcastfirstplayer.com or .co.uk. Head to YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash podcastfirstplayer. And you can follow us on all the social places like Instagram at podcastfirstplayer and Twitter at podcastvplayer. And uh, that's it. We don't do any yeah. other ones. No, but we do we, also do Snapchat uh, stuff. No, well, I've got my own, but you've got to pay to get that. <laughs> if you are so inclined, though, or have already, then you'll know that we do a PVPPS, which is a bit of a chat after the podcast. And if you are a patron, then you can have exclusive access not only to the one that's going to be after this podcast, but also to all the ones that we've done so far. About 20 or so by this point. So And the ones in the future. Exactly, and a bunch of other cool stuff that you can find in the different perks lists on Patreon. So even if you're in the lowest one, you'll still get a few things that the normal people on the website, on the downloads, on the cast box, on the blueberry, on whatever the fuck else we're on, all of that, they can't have access to that. That's just for you, my dear little sausage. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>